Today on The Savvy Marketer, we'll be talking about marketing to and hiring Gen Z, our youngest adult generation. On today's episode of The Savvy Marketer, how can we market to Gen Z effectively? And how can we help them succeed when we hire them on our teams? It starts with understanding how they communicate and how they differ from millennials. But first, a marketing moment. There's a lot of talk about harnessing AI for marketing, and it's going to play a role for sure. But I don't believe that the best ideas, the truly original, most innovative ideas for campaigns and content that really connects with people, that that's going to come from a lonely person sitting at a computer in isolation, plugging in prompts to chat GPT, and then copy and pasting what comes out. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. But there's another technology, a technology that marketing and communications and creative teams aren't using to its full potential. In fact, not even close. Leveraging it will unlock better ideas better campaigns that deliver better results because what comes out on the other side will be truly original and innovative. So what is it? Today's young workers are more open than ever to working collaboratively as part of a team. And there's great tools out there to foster collaboration. Tools like Google Docs and Canva and many, many others, some of which have been out for a long time, but we aren't using the collaboration to its full potential. And yet most companies still have a 1900s assembly line approach to creative. You've got people working in isolation, each person doing their own part. You've got people attaching files to emails and sending it for review and waiting for that response to come back. This is an old school mindset, friends, and we've got to move past it. We all have better tools and we have a workforce that really wants to collaborate. Yet we design jobs and position creative people to work in isolation. So ask yourself, how do ideas get generated and content created on your team? And... How might you position creative people on your team to work together on exactly the same projects at exactly the same time, even if they're in very different locations? The tools are out there, and this, I believe, is untapped potential that will outperform AI for the foreseeable future. And that is your marketing moment. Our guest today is no stranger to Gen Z and Gen Z as they're passing into the workforce. His name's Salil Katani. He is an assistant professor of marketing at Heidelberg University, my alma mater. Salil, welcome to The Savvy Marketer. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited to uh, jump into this with you today because you've already shared some interesting observations over the last few years with me about things that you've seen with Gen Z, the way that they communicate. And I think it'll really help savvy marketers out there, not only to reach Gen Z with effective marketing messages, but also because we want to employ these folks. We want them to be on our teams and to be productive. First of all, before we get into that, um, tell me, what's your story? Where are you from and how did you end up as a professor at Heidelberg? So I was born in Bombay in, in India. It's, uh, it's now called Mumbai. And uh, I did my engineering there. I did my MBA there. I have seven years of industry experience. While in Bombay, I've done sales and marketing there. In my job, when I was selling construction steel, I was managing 90 retailers, and we were a very data-driven company. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to got to see a lot of rural India because that was our main market. I had to do a lot of data analysis to figure out, you know, which retailers needs to be appointed where, 
you know, which retailer needs more attention. And that really got me into thinking, what if I could do this um, as a career, like research? And I always like teaching. Uh, I, have, I have people who are teaching in my family. My aunt is a teacher. Mm. I decided to join a PhD program. So I applied to like some universities in the US, got through University of Utah's PhD program. And from there, I got a teaching job at Heidelberg University. It's my fifth year here. It's a great place to work. I love teaching. I love research. And, and my specialization in PhD consumer behavior because I specifically like how consumers think, how they behave, what their attitudes are, which is also why I'm really interested in knowing and understanding and talking a lot about different generations, Gen Z being being our most recent adult generation, which we all need to spend a lot of time paying attention to. What do you love to do when you aren't uh, teaching and, and researching? I, I like uh, to do stand-up. Um, I did a lot of that when I was in, in my PhD program at Salt Lake. Hopefully my advisors don't hear that. Um, uh, that's where it kind of kind of took off. I just did it as a hobby, but it, it kind of kept working. I kept on getting responses from the audience. Uh, I stopped uh, when I came to uh, Ohio because in the town of Tiffin, there is no like stand-up setup. But one has recently started. I did one two weeks back uh, at a coffee shop called Bailey Wicks there. And I plan to continue doing it now. Good. So in, you, in, yeah, I've seen clips of you doing it, and, and you hadn't for a while. So I'm really excited to hear that you're you're back at it. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the reason I I liked doing one of the reasons why I like doing stand up is I like to be in front of an audience. And when I started teaching, it kind of filled that void, so I didn't yeah. feel like the need to also do that. But I but I think I should continue doing that because I also am passionate about comedy, and you can't always do comedy when you're in class. Sure. It's serious business. So Gen Z, we're going to dig into today. Who are we talking about? How do we draw these, these generational lines? So the lines are, are you know, well-defined, but they need not be. Like, for example, Gen Z is, is usually considered people born from 1996 to 2010. Before then, you have the millennials, 1981 to 95. Before that, you have um, Gen X, 64 to 1980, something like that. But it's yeah. not like a person born in 1980 is very different from a person born in 1981 because suddenly it goes from X to Y. It's, of course, a spectrum. Sure. But these kind, kinds of um, brackets kind of help us talk about these generations in a better way. We, you know, we can't talk in spectrums. We have to talk in groups. Yeah. So uh, that's when I'm talking about Gen Z, I'm talking about people born between 96 to 2010. Okay, and so these folks today are going to range from, what, 13 years old to... To 26, 27. 26, 27. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm thinking about a third of Gen Z is now in careers or able to be in careers, mm -hmm. at least, um, if they're not in their parents' basement or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I know it's always a slow fade, but are you able to already see any notable differences between millennial and Gen Z at a high level? Yeah, it's it's a different generation. Uh, like I am a millennial. Uh, there's kind of a cycle. Like the millennial generation is is supposed to be very expressive and mm -hmm. uh, and and very often people consider us whiny. Uh, 
but before us gen x very chilled out generation that's that's how they are maybe stereotype or that's that's how they really are for them there's a boomer generation before gen x who are again you know go-getters and 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 uh alpha and before the boomer generation the generation was actually called the silent generation yeah so it's like chilled out alpha chilled out alpha and now gen z the way i look at them they are again quite chilled out generation which does not mean that they are not ambitious or go-getters and you're saying a chilled out generation chilled out as in not in your face yeah um laid back but at the same time i don't want to pick paint them as um not ambitious because this is the trap often we get into like every other generation the next generation is is uh, is lazy it is uh, you know too weak and we were better yeah. and there's a joke about how people say that when i was young i used to walk uphill to school both ways <laughs> yeah. things like that in fact there is a quote by some greek philosopher in 300 bc talking about how the next generation is so lazy and we've heard that we've heard our parents i've heard my parents talk about my generation as this lazy entitled one objective of 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 me coming here is to to just tell marketers to not fall into that trap understand that the next generation has their own challenges and when when they grow up they're very likely called gen alpha like that if if every other generation was bad we would be in a decline but no we have progressed as a civilization absolutely and the, the people within any given generation are completely different you're going to have yeah and you've got to understand them first before you market them or before you employ them or in my case before you teach them i've had to make a lot of adjustments in my teaching since i started out and hopefully i've made those adjustments for the better you've shared some interesting observations with me in the past about how how some folks in gen z communicate online yes so uh, they are used to dming each other they are used to using group me it's mainly the cell phone through which they communicate and when you use dms or when you use group me it's very different from using like a professional email and it's weird that while we were growing up i've seen an era before the internet and after the internet and when email came in we We went all in because it was a shiny new object. We would learn everything about email. We learned everything about whatever was out there, Excel, PowerPoint, and all that. And now Gen Z needs to be taught all those things. We also had to teach you would think all that, that to they the would know it instinctively, but yeah, they use it differently. They use it differently. The, um, I've had, and this is not to throw my students under the bus or make sure. fun of them, but it's, it's these are still funny incidents. Um, I've had students. um not use any subject line just start start the main body of an email i've had one student write paragraphs in the subject line with a main body empty uh, i asked one student who wanted a leave because he wanted to go for a game i i said yeah copy your coach in that email so i i thought he'll write that in the cc column yeah. but he just copy pasted the coach's name in the bottom and i was like i asked you to copy he said i copied it then i asked him no cc it what is cc and then i that would have opened another pandora's box yeah cc is carbon copy they have they don't know Which, what carbon copy is yeah carbon copy was outdated when i was born for sure <laughs> <laughs> so 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 things like that we have to be patient with them and then we have to uh, understand that for them email is something that they can take for granted it was always always there it's not a shiny new object right. like when i grew up cars everything uh, they were not shiny new objects yeah. but i know my uh, dad's older cousin and for him it was a shiny new object he learned everything he needed to know about cars there were no car mechanics around he knew mm. how to change tires he knew how to even repair he was a half a car mechanic mm. but and then he got frustrated with his younger cousins who didn't know 
anything about cars because I can just go to a mechanic. So it's the same thing with Gen Z. Interesting. I also often get frustrated when they don't know basic stuff in Excel. But at the same time, for them, Excel is not a shiny new object. But now Gen Z has self-taught itself video editing. They've self-taught themselves uh, the Adobe Suit, Canva, uh, photoshopping they make amazing videos on tiktok which, which is something i I'm, i find very hard to do yeah uh so and i'm pretty sure 20 years down the line gen z will be front frustrated with gen alpha which is the next generation hey video editing is so easy why do you need to be taught how to do it mm. i learned it myself what's wrong with you yeah and Gen Alpha will be frustrated with Gen Beta, I guess that will be the next generation. AI is so easy to do. What's wrong with you? Why can't you figure it out? So, so perhaps each generation has has a thing that they had to learn because it was new. And yeah. then the next generation has that very thing that they take for granted. Take for granted and they don't think they need, uh, they need, yeah, you teach me now since you're the expert. They don't want to make an effort. It's not a shiny new object anymore. Yeah, so. I definitely see what you're saying with, with video, with TikTok. I mean, you and I are sitting down here with with video cameras, yeah. and we get a little nervous because this isn't our our yeah. normal medium. And yet, my son, who mm -hmm. um, who is finishing up high school, is just so comfortable picking up a phone and yeah. making a video and communicating in a really comfortable way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what other changes have you seen with the way Gen Z communicates? What I also have found is they they communicate uh, a lot through Snapchat. Uh, and Snapchat is is something that I should know as a professor who teaches social media. It's just something I can't get my head around. Mm -hmm. It's for Gen Z. Another example I can think of, which is their platform, it's TikTok. Sure. So I cannot uh, browse through TikTok for more than maybe two, three minutes. I find it shrill. I mo find most videos um, too annoying and too, too loud and, and with a weird, quirky humor. But then... TikTok is not for me. It's it's mm -hmm. it's for Gen Z. It's meant for them. They like it, and and they they should be the ones using it, and they should be the ones targeted using uh, a TikTok platform. And I heard or read that TikTok is the new MTV. So MTV was was a weird, quirky channel back in the eighties and nineties for Gen X and and older millennials. Yeah. Um, you know, they had weird stuff like Beavis and Butthead and, and you know, all sorts of things. They keep laughing, looking at each other laughing. I, I look at it now, I, I, I find it funny, but pretty sure the boomers and the silent generation were, were kind of annoyed with it. Like, what's, sure. what's going on? So, so in the end, uh, marketers, a lot of marketing people right now are not Gen Z. They are Gen X. They are older millennials. Even if you don't understand a platform, Try to understand Gen Z and try to figure out a way yeah. to reach them through that platform. Employ Gen Z people or or just figure out a way to, to understand them, that platform, and market to them that way. Do not like stay in your mold of like, you know, pre-packaged advertising content that that you grew up with. Gen Z doesn't like pre-packaged stuff. They like right. more authentic stuff. They don't like stuff that is very edited. Like, you know, they like for example, Twitch streamers. They're, they're live streamers. They can't right. edit stuff out. Right. And Gen Z likes that because it's it's real, it's authentic. I've had a lot of students in my class talk about how they don't like stock photo images of universities that are trying to, to recruit more students. Mm. They want more natural images. Yeah. Um, and when I was in my PhD program, I was interviewing with a lot of universities. Uh, so before Heidelberg, I went to one another university where... 
a student was showing me around campus and then he showed me a classroom that this is where we have our MBA classes. And outside the classroom, there was this poster that had a professor teaching and all students were wearing suits and business professional attire. And I was like, do MBA students have to wear business professional attire every time? And that student kind of went off on, I don't know why they do that. I've seen MBA students in shorts all the time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they need to make it look like something that isn't. Yeah. And that is a very Gen Z way of thinking. That is why it's very important to understand that you need more authenticity when you're targeting that segment of the market because that's what they like. That's what they've grew, grown up with. They've grown up making their own videos. When you make your own videos, you can't have like pre-packaged content that you have in it's traditional TV produced. shows and, and advertisements. Yeah. It's not like perfectly produced. Yeah. It's 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 something that's very raw and it's, that's something that they understand, they identify with. How have these changes affected the way that you teach and communicate with students at Heidelberg? So uh, I've, I've made a lot of adjustments from when I started out in fall 2018. Students like to, you know, to use the idiom, get their hands dirty or their feet wet um, and do not like this mode where a professor is just imparting knowledge and they are passive um, absorbers of that knowledge yeah so i have slowly and steadily in, introduced a lot of group work in that in classes and, and sometimes at the cost of skipping a few important chapters in marketing you know they'll they'll learn that on the job or i'll have them read an article on that yeah and things like that and one thing that has particularly worked and you've seen that you've guest lectured a couple of my classes i give them like fictitious businesses to run. Yeah. And then I give them scaffolded assignments on those fictitious businesses. Mm -hmm. Like they start with figuring out what their target market would be. Yeah. Then the next step is what what is their positioning? Then it after positioning, the next step is is branding and also figuring out your product menu. Uh, and, and then things like that. Yeah. So when you scaffold assignments like that, when you give students an ownership, even if it's a fictitious business, you get so much more engagement. Yeah. Um, so, so that is something that that I I, I guess you also may have seen. Yeah. Uh, in my classes, as I well. did, and and I was amazed uh, this year when you'd mentioned the group assignment, which we'd done throughout. But I said to the group, "We can do this next exercise individually, or we can do it in a group." And in my gen, I'm sounding like an old. I am an old person, I guess. But in, in my generation, we would have said, "Oh man, let's just do it individually." And everybody was like group. There was like a strong consensus in the room you that they wanted to an, be in groups. Yeah, you raised an amazing point. And that is also one thing um, that, that Gen Z likes. And and you and Arn are not that far apart. Mm -hmm. I would have also liked an uh, individual assignment. I don't want to work with people. I want to show my best, put my best foot forward. Yeah. But they love collaborating. Yeah. I, I did my MBA in the early, uh, in the mid 2000s. We also made presentations, but group presentations but it was very different the way we did it yeah one person was in charge of slides the other person was in charge of content yeah the third was in charge of research yeah. we had to email each other presentations work on it we couldn't do it simultaneously at the same time yeah online it was it was something that that we had never thought of sure but that is something they do they love doing uh, so at heidelberg university we are uh, introducing a new uh, new majors. I was in charge of designing the marketing major. Traditionally, marketing has had like a very distinct compartmentalization. 
there's a marketing person who's in charge of the businessy side of things and then there is a creative team usually in an ad agency that does a creative work and the video editing work and things like that but now with content marketing being more and more important businesses are are, are expecting marketing professionals to have basic video editing skills yeah um so that is why i've in in my major students have to take one compulsory media elective and one another media elective uh to hone that skills because i can't impart those skills i'm mm-hmm. i'm not a video editing expert i'm not a graphic design expert i can teach them the business side of things but i think they also need to have the more creative side of things the more copywriting side side of things yeah uh because those fields are merging because you need good content creators if you want to be a good marketing person and that is also fits right in with chanzeev because they they like doing these things you know that makes me think of one other thing that that i see with gen z is that creating content is just a natural uh instinctive yes. thing that they do because it's how they communicate with one another and 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 it's there's been such a push as a marketing agency to encourage our clients hey you need to be putting content out there and it's like it's this thing that doesn't come naturally but to this next to this young yeah. generation that's what they do is create content and and it sounds like your new marketing program is equipping them yeah. to have all the pieces that they need to create effective content exactly and and to be more marketable what suggestions do you have for employers who are hiring gen z don't start don't have them start their jobs by having them sit through like three day long training sessions where you just talk about your products and yeah. and things like that give give them exercises and if yeah. if it's not with real clients or real customers create a fictitious exercise they have grown up in an era where everything has been so easy they can do st- so much stuff on their computer so they don't like to be passive observers who just get knowledge and then the next stage is apply that that knowledge it has to be simultaneous good stuff well so we're about out of time but i want to thank you for taking time to to come and and share with me today and talk about gen z and all the things that we can learn from them uh, thanks for for being on the show you most welcome and i i really enjoyed this this show so thank you for inviting me if you enjoyed today's episode i encourage you to like and subscribe to our channel also share this with other people who need to see it as well. Every episode of The Savvy Marketer is brought to you by Spire. We help organizations sharpen their strategy, get the work done, and make it hum. Take your marketing higher with Spire. Thanks for watching.